some Brazilians, coffee beans grow by the billions, so they've got to find those extra cups to fill. They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. Welcome to the Bad Plant Podcast, whoever's listening. And uh, today we got uh, skateboarder extraordinaire Chris Zach <laughs> on the line. Um, yep. Yeah. So I guess we're going to talk about... Um, I'd like to cover, like, you know, like, you're going to school in the city and stuff like yeah. that, and uh, maybe about your primitive yeah. derivative endeavors. So, yeah, yeah we'll see, uh, see where it goes. So, uh, so you're on break now? Yeah, I'm on break right now. Just about to go back for my last semester. I'm supposed to graduate in May. It's actually interesting that you brought up primitive in school because it's kind of been taking a back seat for the last couple months. Because I've been just really swamped with school stuff. But this coming semester, I'm taking a screen, a silk screening class. And it's kind of just a workshop class where you can do whatever. So I'm going to try and make some sweatshirts and some t-shirts and some five panels and stuff. Right on. And get that out there. And then I'm thinking the next move for that is probably to get some sort of online store set up. You know? Because I've been just uh, selling them out of my car and, like, out of my apartment, like, to people I see. The only... I mean, I've sold some pairs kind of far away. I sold a pair to a guy in Scotland who just, like, randomly emailed me. Cool. And I mailed them to him, like, and he paid for shipping and everything. But I kind of feel like I need to set something more legitimate up to kind of get people, to get it out there a little bit more. Because yeah. it's a lot of work. I mean, I print the wheels. I, like, package them, time on a string, little tags, stickers, yeah. all that. And I've been doing it all myself, but I'm going to kind of try to start outsourcing it a little bit more. Get some friends backing me up, you know? Totally. Yeah, that's good stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, that's kind of like all how those little types of things work. Like when you got other stuff going on, it's not like uh, a full-time thing. And like it kind of it kind of gives people a little bit of time to like get their mind on other things. And then when you bring something back to them, they get like super stoked. And it's, it's like a good feeling to uh, have people excited about what you're doing. And I know I am. About, yeah, like All your definitely. stuff, like, it's so good. Um, Thanks, man. Yeah, dude. So... Yeah, that'll be really cool to have more, uh, more stuff. For uh, it's almost nice that it is so small right now because like it can take a backseat on school and stuff. You know, yeah. I don't have like people really hitting me up too much. You know, exactly. It's good though. Yeah, that's that's kind of like the perfect uh, the perfect little pet company to have. Like the perfect way you want to get it. That's kind of like how I have it with a. Uh, I'm not even, I could probably go more with Bad Plant and have it not be as, uh, like, strenuous. Like, it's not even that stressful or anything now. <laughs> like, I'm just kind of yeah. chilling. But, uh, uh, but yeah, it's, um, I like those little types of side projects that, like, you're selling stuff, but it's also, like, something you really like doing, so. Yeah, yeah it's nice. I realized, uh, I guess, coming up on a year ago, like, I took, uh, I kind of took, like, a little hiatus almost from school took like a couple classes off and I was only taking two classes for a semester and I kind of realized I just had the means to start something like that you know Uh like especially in the internet age with Facebook and everything it's like you can just do whatever as long as you have an idea you know so it's like creative types kind of have like a real like a real like leg up I feel with this whole internet age you know totally so I feel I figured like I know how to like basically like make a logo and 
that's all I really need to do. Like, have a logo and have an idea and just go for it. Yeah. Yeah, all that, like, all these nice free websites are just so useful. Um, even, like, besides Facebook, like, I've been using Tumblr a lot, and uh, I use a site called Store Envy where you can just make your own little shop and, like, yeah. s- sell stuff out of that. And, uh, it, it, like, it organizes all, like, the packages you shipped, all that stuff, like, to your stock, whatever. Like, it's just super useful, and it's all free, like everything is free for the taking you just have to kind of take the initiative and get it out there but it's easier with this stuff it's not so uh um hard <laughs> right it's called store envy yeah storeenvy.com just one e store envy yeah have you ever heard of um big cartel or any yeah of those? same exact same, same exact thing, thing. yeah True. i'm not sure how um i feel like big cartel is a little bit more uh uh like basic in its design it doesn't have as many organizational features mm-hmm. but that's I, I haven't really used it that much i've used store envy more but i don't know check out right. both and see what you like it's better sick but. like with technology now we have like all those types of things at our disposal like so easily yeah, yeah. it's wild so it's just like you can you know just like make a zine or make a skateboard wheel company or make anything and yeah. just get it wherever it's gotta go it's like why not i mean like kids are stoked on it then keep doing it (laughs) and then and then if you make money at it then it's like that's just like a side bonus like sweet (laughs) yeah it's rad yeah and especially with primitive since i sell the pairs for ten dollars and i mean nobody really sells skateboard wheels for that cheap like at shops or whatever yeah so it's like if i'm at a skate park and people are around and they know they know what i do and they're just like oh let me get cop a pair you know everybody's got everybody's got ten dollars yeah I mean, more people have $10 in their pocket than people who got $30 in their pocket. For sure. It's such, like, a recognizable thing. I think that's another thing. Like, branding things with, uh, like, a lot of people have just, there's, like, a lot of logos being thrown mm-hmm. out um, in, in, like, the skateboard scene and, like, everywhere. Because um, everything, it's weird how stuff kind of centers around skateboarding the way that, like, streetwear brands and all that stuff just kind of copy and copy yeah. Um, so, like, you have all these logos being thrown out, but then it's like, like, sure, you have a logo, but you also have an orange wheel. Like, nobody has, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, like, the simplest of branding techniques, but it's so good because it's just, yeah. like, an orange wheel. It's perfect. <laughs> and orange wheel, like, orange wheels in general kind of changed my skateboarding a little bit. Um, yeah. You know Cooper, yeah. Cooper had a pair of like these big soft Spitfire orange wheels, uh-huh. and he gave them to Genesis like after he skated them for a while. Yeah. And Genesis didn't like him because he kept getting wheel bite, and he was over it. So he he just like randomly asked me one day if I wanted to trade wheels with him, mm-hmm. and I was like, yeah, sure. So like, I had these big orange like soft like filmer wheels for a while when I like living in the city. I just like cruise around and stuff, and it just like it almost made skateboarding like kind of more fun. Yeah. You know, I don't know. It was weird, but for sure. Yeah. So I always like think about orange wheels, and I remember like when that happened, and which just like kind of brought like a radness back to skateboarding that hadn't exactly been there. Totally. I don't know. So, yeah. No, I totally get that. Um, and speaking of those guys, I was watching um, uh, Cooper's video, and like you and like Genesis and Ben, like all those <laughs> dudes from that era, just like so fun to watch skateboard like it's got to be awesome like in real life like i've seen genesis like once at les and like i don't know you just like just mess it around like that's yeah that's good. jenny's sick i don't know filming for that video was like 
kind of like not really filming for a video. It would be like I'd be like hanging out with Coop and be like, yeah. oh, like, you know, Ben's got a trick for the spot or Georgia's got a trick for the spot. We're gonna go like take the train, whatever, go check it out. And like a couple, like on a couple missions, I just kind of get lucky and kind of get a clip. But yeah, didn't really like I never really like you like missioned for it, you know? Yeah, that's kind of like a cool way to do it. Yeah, it was nice. I mean, the days when I got lucky and we just go to a spot and like I'd get a clip, it'd be rad. Yeah, I feel like I'd rather do that than try to like, like, like plan it out. Yeah. Like, oh, let's go to this spot. Like I want to skate this rail. You I'd know? rather just hang out and then like get the idea there and be like, oh. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the best. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, that video turned out like really good. Like. Yeah, it's long though. Oh, it's, it's yeah. Cool. But that makes it like, oh, it's just so, like the outtakes too, or or whatever, like the B-roll uh, clip was just like really good too. Um, Cooper's little part at it, at the end. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's so, so sick. Good. Yeah. He's so good for a filmer. Yeah. Because uh, he's like, he's like 50-50, he's like skater filmer, and he's like really good at both, which is sick. Like, yeah. Just going for it. I love it. Yeah. That's the dude. Yeah. Um... There's a story about the uh, that cruiser that you lost. Oh yeah, yeah, and not even not even the losing it, the getting it. That whole the whole time of having that cruiser was a story. Yeah. So I found it at Woodward under a bed, like maybe like five or six, it had to be like six years ago now, mm-hmm. and like because I was staying for two weeks and. At the, on the weekends at Woodward, like everybody in the cabin like leaves because everybody usually goes home on Sunday, and I was staying for another week, so it was just, like me and like a couple other kids and the counselor still in the cabin. So he was like cleaning up the cabin and doing whatever you got to do and you work there. And I was just like looking around and I saw like this cruiser board under a bed, and I was like, oh, this is so sick. It had like like uh, going trucks, these huge red clear wheels, and it was like an old toy machine deck. Yeah. And it was, like, pretty, like, worked. It had, like, a bunch of pressure cracks and was chipped and stuff. But I was pretty stoked on it. So, and it didn't have any risers either, which was the weirdest part. <laughs> it was, like, just, like, I guess the trucks were kind of high, but the wheels are really big. Yeah. So, it was pretty, like, rough to get used to. But anyway, so I found it, and it was sick, and I brought it home. And then, like, living in New Jersey, I didn't really, like, need a cruiser, you know? So yeah. it just kind of, like, be at my house, be the trunk in the trunk of my car or whatever. But then when I moved to the city, like, cruiser is vital. It's yeah. a vital source of transportation. So I would, like, skate it everywhere, like, every day. Like, because walking takes forever. I don't have time for that. <laughs> <laughs> then, like, a month ago, I left it in a cab. Like, I was coming home one night and just left it in a cab. Yeah. Just forgot about it. But rather than be bummed, I tried to be psyched that, like, I found this cruiser and skated it for, like, a couple of years and then just left it in a cabin. Hopefully, you're kind of passing it on, yeah. Pops in the cabin, finds it, and, like, oh, sick. Like, yeah, yeah. that cruiser, that was a good time. I'm, I just made another cruiser. I cut a board. Oh, know, yeah. Like, how everybody's doing these days. I was stoked to, like, make my own shape. Yeah. I made the nose, like, real pointy, you know? Like a real surfboard shape. Yeah. But actually, I broke that cruiser the first day I was skating it, too. I um I take this class, like I'm in a kind of 3D design woodshop kind of class. So I cut it in class on a Tuesday night and then went home, whatever. Next day, Wednesday, had class. 
skated it to class, skated at home. And at, after class, I went to meet up with actually Cooper and Genesis and I can't remember who else, but a bunch of those dudes. And we, I tried to ollie over this little like, it's like a, it was like off a curb and over like this like concrete pillar. Yeah. And like maybe I tried it once and my foot kept like slipping off weird because the board was so small. Yeah. And then like one of the tries just came down right in the middle and snapped it. Uh, but I just kind of like it broke a couple layers, but I'm still skating. <laughs> now it flexes like a penny cruiser. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got all that flex in there. Yeah, shaping boards is like really weird. I figured out like the more subtle you go with it, like I don't know, you can make some really good shapes with just cutting like little tiny bits off. You know, like yeah. Um, Mick, you know Mick, Mick Robbins. The other day he was uh, shaping a board in like the storage room of SF and he just kind of like, I don't know, he just like nicked like a little bit off the sides of the tail, like he tapered it and then squared the bottom off and that's all he did. It looked like, like I wouldn't think it would look perfect because you're just like knocking off the razor tail and like squaring it out a little bit. Like it looked like Mm -hmm. amazing. (laughs) Like, I don't know, like all you need is like a little bit to reshape a board. It's pretty neat. Um, Yeah. Yeah. When I cut mine, I left, like, the razor tail on it and stuff. I yeah. Just, I just, like, kind of, I kept, like, I kept the same width mm-hmm. and just, like, pointed the nose and kind of, like, tapered the tail a little bit. Yeah. Because I need all the pop I can get. Yeah, that's true. You got to have it as long as the <laughs> normal one. Yeah. Yeah. That stuff's fun, though. That's good. The uh, the graphic on that old deck was the, uh, like, the Templeton New Deal thing, right? Like, the cat? Yeah. On the old ones? It was the, uh... The toy machine cat. Or it's like, the, I guess it was the New Deal cat first. That was like his original graphic or something. Yeah. Like, I don't like, know quite all the history, but... My favorite graphic. One of my favorite graphics for sure. Just like super sick. Yeah. It's sick. Um, I, I, I tried. I posted a picture of it on Instagram once and then like tagged Ed Thompson and tried to like ask him about it. And he... I rem- Actually... An even better story about that cruiser, yeah. rather than Instagram. I was at Tompkins Square Park day, like on a weird break in between classes, mm-hmm. and like I'm just chilling. I got some food. I was just hanging out because I kind of go to school by there. So, like if I have a couple hour break, I'll just go hang out there, just sit around, see who's around, whatever. And all of a sudden, Brian Anderson, Eric Costin, and Stefan Janowski and Dylan Reader show up with <laughs> Bill Strobeck, and I was like, whoa. These yeah. dudes are so sick. And I kind of wanted to talk to him, but I didn't want to say some kook, yeah. some kook stuff. So I was like, I was I saw Brian Anderson. I was like, yo, Brian, can I ask you something? He was like, yeah, what's up? And I'm like, I got this toy machine board, but I don't know if it's like a real old toy machine or like what the deal is. And he's like, oh, let me see it. And he was like looking at it. And he's like, oh, I mean... It's got the holes from, like, where it would have had rails and stuff. I, I guess it's really old. It's like, ask Eric. He's like, yo, Austin, come over here. And he was like, yeah, man, I guess. I don't know. It was just, like, so surreal to be talking to those guys at yeah. all, you know? That's wild. And if I never found that, if I never found that cruiser, that never would have fallen into place. Yeah. Wow. So weird. <laughs> man. And that's the craziest part about being city too is like when it's nice out you'll just like run into like pros like they'll just be places yeah so weird yeah you know like you'll just like 
And it's like to you, they're like, oh my god, like this dude, like so good. And then like it's it just, just like people walking by in the street, like yeah, I don't care. <laughs> this dude with the long hair is in my way. <laughs> yeah, it's weird to think that they just get kicked out of spots like everybody else. You know? Yeah, it's too funny. If you ever think about like, if you film a video part, like a handful of people will see it, but if a pro films a video part, like so many people will see it. They're just getting, like, blown up, like, crazy. Yeah, it's, and it's weird how, like, everybody has, like, those parts that they're really stoked on that they'll watch, like, right before they go skate. Yeah. And, like, you could just watch, like, somebody's part, like, a hundred times, but never see them in real life. And it's almost, like, it's, like, weird. It's, like, their identity. It's, like, they're not even, like, they're, you know they're really a person, but it's yeah. at the same time, it's, like, they're not really a person. They're kind of just, like, exist in this, like, two-minute and 30-second YouTube yeah. video. And that's, like, them to you. It's so yeah. weird. And, like, in your mind, how you think they are. It's strange. Yeah. It's always weird. The thing that I really trip on is when I see pros and I, like, see how tall they are. You know? It's, like, real different than, like, how tall I thought they were. Mm. It kind of, like, bugs me out. Like, a really long time ago at, like, one of the Red Bull Manny Manias uh, at the Chinatown Park in LES, Mm. I saw Joey Brzezinski. I always anticipated him to be, like a little bit more than five foot tall. Yeah. And he was like super tall. He was really? like over six foot. Yeah. Whoa. I was like, whoa. That's crazy. Maybe, maybe he wasn't over six foot. Maybe I'm exaggerating a little bit, but he's definitely taller than I anticipated. I figured he'd be a short guy. Yeah. It's it pretty weird. He's doing all his manuals. He got like low center of gravity and all that. That's crazy. That makes it even more impressive that he uh, gets wild with the Manny tricks. Yeah. I gotta rewatch his part in the new cliche video. It was pretty good. I watched, I watched it at a, like half paying attention. Yeah, I don't know. Like it was like really good, but it wasn't like oh, this is so fun to watch. Like I'd rather watch like, a video like Cooper's video or I don't know, just whatever, like a fun video than something that's like this is so good, perfect filming, perfect tricks. Yeah. I don't know. It's good sometimes. Yeah, it's like I don't know. It's weird. I like when videos have, like, a wide, like, range of, like, styles of filming, you know? Yeah. Because, like, I like the way Cooper films and the way, like, Sam Fickinger films and all those dudes. But, I don't know, sometimes, like, when you'll see, like, a montage they make and the whole, like, every single clip is, like, no long lens. It's, like, fisheye, like, right against, like, your wheel, you know? Yeah. Like, really low. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I can't really, like... It gets monotonous. Yeah, like, I can't, like... It kind of distorts like that, like they're skating a little bit, almost to an like to an extent where I don't think it's that sick. Like, yeah, I like to see the way people push when they're like filming a line, you know, like kind of like just see the way that they move. Yeah. But like sometimes like that, you can't really can't really tell like yeah, you can't really tell like their style sometimes, like how it really looks, you know. Yeah, like the whole like line thing, because that's what you're like you're doing in real life. You're just putting together. I mean, I guess it's different for everybody. It's like put together like the different tricks that you're good at. Yeah. You know, or like I guess not even necessarily that you're good at that like you just want to do because you yeah. think they look. Speaking well, of tricks that look cool, yo, front fifty fifty pop out back one eighty early. Yeah. Can you do those? I've never tried. I saw it the other day in a clip, and I was like, I gotta remember to try that. <laughs> I've been trying yeah. to learn them so hard. They're so they're just like. I don't know. It's like sometimes I feel like it's going to... I haven't landed one yet, yeah. but sometimes I feel like it's going to work, and then sometimes it's just like... 
like front 50 50 and then try and pop out the back 180 and just like land on top of the ledge or like yeah this. i feel yeah. like you could easily just like kind of like smack the ledge like and fall <laughs> yeah you know? exactly i don't know how or you could just no slide it <laughs> you could just leave front <laughs> no slide perfect just come out to the front no slide and then Whatever. go to yeah. It in. But like, yeah, there's like a lot of cool, uh, I mean, that's why I, I like watching a uh, kind of more interesting, different, uh, I guess like more creative people, but, um, there's so many combinations that you could do of like different types of tricks. Like mm -hmm. not even like when I was a kid, I like you, you kind of brought up to think that it's just like flip. Okay. Like it goes flip tricks, ledge tricks, and then it's like kick flip opposite is heel flip then vera flip opposite is vera heel hard flip inward heel and everything is kind of like super symmetrical and like smith grind feeble grind then go backside switch it around like that kind of stuff and then you figure out like a front side no comply and a backside no comply is completely different things yeah. like it's not the way it should be a backside no comply should be like stepping off on the front side and zipping it back you know so it's like figure out new stuff like isn't that hard but like i mean for me the way i would think isn't the way somebody else would think so watching like go miyagi that guy on heroin like mm -hmm. everybody probably makes like an example out of that nowadays because it's like oh the weird japanese skater but <laughs> i mean there's like tons of dudes like chopper and all those guys i mean like still like kind of um the most popular people that i know but like um, there's a bunch of people that are really into just figuring out their own tricks and doing it on their own spots that I just never would have ever thought of. And so, like, I can watch those videos and be like, all right, putting that one in the memory bank, like, maybe I'll do yeah. that. And maybe I'll take it to a spot that has no context that they wanted. Like, it makes a new trick, almost. Yeah, like, definitely, definitely. Like, doing some tricks at, like, spots where it wouldn't necessarily seem like the immediate way to go, you know? Yep. And yeah, it can make, like, a whole new trick, um, which is, like, super interesting because, you know, you're brought up to think that everything is super... Like, that's how you learn. It's, like, kick, flip, heel, flip. But it's it's not all... There, there's more to learn than just uh, going switch. You know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> there, there's always more to learn, which is cool. Um... Going switch. I still have to learn that. Yeah, I mean, that's so, that's like switch. that's the thing, though. Like, with that, like, basic mentality, it's like, all right, I learned all these tricks. Now I'll learn them switch. Mm -hmm. It's like, there's so much more. But it's like you're just learning the same trick again. Exactly. You know? I mean, it's, it's like, like, it's all you fine and good. Right, and then you, you can learn how to write with your left hand, too. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, what's... I mean, I, I could see how that's sick, but at the same time, I could see how it's kind of like, what's the point, you know? Because, yeah. like, if... For example, if you learn how to do a back smith grind, like you know the feeling of doing a back smith grind. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's a different feeling if you learn how to do it switch. Because I, I don't know, I can't switch back smith grind. I can't but even do any back smith grind. <laughs> it's like, I don't know, I feel like you already kind of know what that feels like. Why? I don't know. Maybe it's yeah. sick. Yeah. I can't switch, so I don't even know. <laughs> I feel like it's all about like whatever you feel like doing. Um, yeah. I don't. I don't even know... Like, like, a lot of people say, like, skateboarding is about having fun. Like, I agree with that. And it's, but there's also a part of skateboarding that's, like, not fun. Like, learning a new trick, I don't know if I'd, like, categorize that as fun. It's, like, potential it's a, fun. It's like a if challenge. You a trick, it can be fun down the road. Exactly. So you can have fun in the future. Yeah, exactly. If you get really good at that trick and you can just pull that out, like, that's so good. 
But at the same time, like, I enjoy, like, the challenge of trying a new trick and trying to land it. Like, it's a challenge. It's not exactly fun because, like, you know, like, you get shinners or, like, you just fall a lot. Like, I don't know. I think it's all about whatever you feel like doing in the moment. And Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's kind of like, and it's like a gamble too, because it's like if you're going to try a trick and you don't know if you can really do it, and then like, you know, you just give it a shot and it almost works out first try, it's like, oh, it feels so good, you know? Yeah. And Even at the same, at the same time, it's like you could try a trick and just like not even get close and be like, Yeah. oh, it made so much sense in my head. <laughs> Yeah. Even if it doesn't though, I feel like I don't know, maybe it's just like my thinking, but I always feel like I can do it if I try it. Well, for me it's like I can't really do like gnarly stuff, you know? Like I just don't enjoy doing it. Like I hate it, so <laughs> but like I don't know. For some people that's probably like what they go to. It's like, oh if I try it enough times I'll probably get it. Like Jaws, like Ollie and something, like, oh, I'll probably land it. That's a cool thing about skateboarding, like, it just makes you feel good about yourself when you do land it. It's, like, rad. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about the gnarly stuff either. I used to try and like skate rails more and stuff, but Yeah. I don't kinda <laughs> don't really want to get hurt. it's It's pretty physically taxing. <laughs> I mean, even if you don't, like, actually get hurt, like... yeah. Just like for like your legs are gonna be sore. Even if you get a trick, you know. Like skating something big, even if at the end of the battle you get it, you're still gonna be sore, you know. So it's like, are you really winning? But it's your skateboard, so of course you're winning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just whatever you want to do. it's the best, you know. Yeah. Free freedom of expression. Yeah. You skate uh LES a lot, probably, yeah. Um. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I skated there almost every day over the summer. I mean, it's, like, such a good park, and it's, like, pretty close, and Yeah, it's you perfect. can't go wrong, you know? Yeah. I've skated, um, the, have you skated the 88th Street Park in Queens? Oh, It's, no. Mm hmm um, I don't know, it's by where Evan lives, where Evan lives in uh, Jamaica. Okay. I don't know. It's out, it's pretty deep, but it's such a good park. The way it was built is, like, completely on point. It's, That's like, awesome. everything there... Like, you know how you go to parks sometimes and there's, like, an obstacle, like, kind of just jammed in there? And you can't really skate it. There's either not enough run-up or not enough landing. This park, like, everything there is so good to be skated. Everything there is perfect. Like, everything is just on point. It's the best. Is it concrete? Yeah, it's concrete. Nice. It's and But there's not really any tranny. That's Yeah. the kind of the only downfall, I guess. Mm -hmm. A lot of, just, like, rails, ledges, hubbas, euro gaps. It's a couple banks and stuff, but no quarters or anything. Yeah. You guys ever skate? Isn't there like a vert ramp? Like a blue vert ramp somewhere? Like Andy Kessler Park? It's in... I've heard of it. Yeah. I've never been there. I think it's somewhere in like the Upper West Side. Like Yeah. on the West Side Highway, like up towards the Washington Bridge. It's like full pads though, but I mean, Yeah. it's it's a vert ramp, which is crazy. <laughs> I gotta go there someday. Yeah, there's some good parks around there for sure. And then there's a, uh, well, there's like Astoria. Yeah, Astoria is sick. Yeah. And then, Um, there's a park in Canarsie, Brooklyn, all the way out on like the oh, east coast of Brooklyn. I've heard of that. Been there a couple of times. It's pretty. It's a pretty interesting park. Um, they have a bunch of skate park handrails, but they're all like awkwardly small. But there's there's some like some cool ledges and stuff there too. You know, it's not definitely not your 
your boring prefab park, you know? It's yeah. concrete. I mean, it's concrete, and it's, like, just an interesting setup. That's cool. Um, have you seen the new park in, uh, in Washington Heights on 181st Street? I don't think so. Probably it's not. not it's not done yet, but people like sneak in and skate it and stuff. And it's just got like a lot of cool brick tranny. Oh. And it's supposed to be the biggest. It's supposed to be bigger than LES, biggest park in in New York City. Wow. Yeah, it's really cool. I went to check it out maybe a couple of months ago, and only like part of it was done. But you could see where they're about to pour concrete for like the rest of the park, and it's going to be huge. Wow. So big. I can't wait till it's done. Yeah. Dang. I've been skating in the Elizabeth Park. Um, I skated there yesterday and the day before with uh, Evan. Nice. Have you ever been to that park? I've never. Well, I've had like a bunch of my friends go like a few times. And then like, I just, I don't know, I just never got to go there. Um, it looks really cool though. Yo, for New Jersey, that's a pretty good park. Yeah, yeah. It's It's pretty sick. It's just like, I feel like they're getting more creative with skate parks these days. Like they're just like thinking of cool setups and stuff and like yeah. the companies that build them like just really know what they're doing now that's good i haven't been to like a crappy prefab park in a long time yeah that's a good thing <laughs> <laughs> i like live off those things gotta gotta make it happen wherever it is yeah. <laughs> i mean take whatever for sure yeah that's like most of the stuff we have around here just you know yeah you live in ringwood right yep just you, pretty you the Ringwood Park. Yeah, yeah, that park's pretty sick. Yeah, it's fun. It's not too. Uh, it's not too badly designed. Yeah. It's um, I used to go there with Diego a lot. Yeah. I've actually on like the short like little mani pad ledge. Mm-hmm. I've learned uh, like a bunch of tricks skating that. Yeah. That's why I've learned like most of my ledge tricks. Actually, I think. It's a nice ledge. It's very like square and like flush and stuff, and it has like mm-hmm. a nice like edge to it. That's a good. And one. since it's got um. It's like got like the metal and mm-hmm. like it's like the metal and then the skate light and it kind of drops down a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Like the way you can lock into Smith grinds on that, I feel like it's better to like learn like some Smith grind tricks. Like I spent a long time trying to learn Smith kickflips there and I never got one, but like I felt like since it dropped off a little bit, like on that edge, I could really like lock into it good and kind of set up my feet for the kickflip out. Yeah, yeah. That park's fun. I see like Leo there sometimes. Yeah, because Leo and Diego kind of like live in, I guess it's, uh, I don't know, the town. Yeah, yeah. That's like pretty close to there. It's like, yeah, kind of right on uh, what's that street? Like Ringwood Ave. Like yeah, kinda, they live kind of like where that street ends. Yeah, that area is nice. I go to like uh, the college over there. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's on like Union, which is like at the cross of Ringwood and whatever. Where? Yeah. It's good. How's school going for you? Pretty solid? Pretty good, yeah. I've had some, like, fun classes. Um, I only really had, like, one kind of, like, dumb class the, <laughs> this last <laughs> semester, like, a computer class. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I just signed up for classes, and, like, I got some good ones, and, like, pretty psyched. Like, I got some, uh, I got percussion class. Yeah? Um, like a music class? Yeah, yeah. Also, Rad. appreciation of music, too. Um, which is a lot of like classical, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, whatever. Um, and then some like other art stuff like drawing and graphic design. And, uh, I think I have creative writing too. So, I mean, That's it'll cool. be good. What, uh, what classes besides, uh, I guess you said screen printing before, but like what, what else are you 
taking or have you took? Um, pretty much like my, my main class this year is this like um, it's a 3D design class. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of like almost like product design type stuff. Like I made a chandelier for a project and right now I'm working on like a conceptual sink project. And it's just like making physical things, which I really like. Yeah. Um, I've taken a couple motion graphics classes, but computers kind of make me nervous. Like when, especially when you get like, you work on the same project for like weeks and weeks and the file is so big. It's like, yeah. if you lose the file, it's like all that work, it's just gone, you know? Gnarly, yeah. Um, I'm taking this pretty cool independent study class where I pretty much just do whatever I want. So I've been doing like a lot of like personal, almost like borderline fine art type work. Yeah. That I've actually been shooting a lot of Super 8 lately. Nice. I borrowed a, uh, do you know Dylan Holderness? He's from no. like But um, he let me borrow a Super 8 camera. And I've just been shooting a lot with that just because I really like the way it looks. So I might try and use that for some sort of project in that class. Totally. That's like perfect. <laughs> That's really cool. It's been rad. Um, I'm taking a, a class called experimental book art. Whoa. Um, next semester, and I'm not 100 percent sure how it's going to go down, but it seems <laughs> sick. I wow. mean, just the name alone sounds pretty good. Yeah, it's awesome. That's kind of fun going into a class like not really quite sure what's happening in it. Like, yeah, it's just it's just a fun feeling. Could either go like really well or kind of like eh, but if it goes really well, then you're good. <laughs> then you know. Yeah. That Man. seems the way. I don't know if it's like with all colleges, but definitely like in my college experience, it's been kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Like most of the teachers I'm taking this year, I've had in years past. Like, yeah. I kind of like worked around and found the te- found the people I really liked and the teachers that like kind of got the best out of me, mm-hmm. and I just like signed up for more classes with them. So it's been pretty solid, and it's almost done, man. Yeah. Was it your last year? Yeah. Nice. I graduate in May. Wow. Cool. It's pretty cool, but I don't know. Don't know what I'm going to do after. Yeah. I guess get a job and join the real world or something. Got to figure it out. Yeah. No, that's cool. Yeah, I hope you got a a lot out of this, uh, this uh, coming semester. Thanks, man. Yeah. Um, Have you guys been hanging in the storage room a lot? Oh, yeah. I always yeah. see like, skate leader like, posts in the group about like hanging out in the storage room. And I'm going to be around for like the next week or two, so I'm trying to, oh, trying sure. to come sometime see what's popping. Yeah, I bet like I, we're probably all on break this week, so that would be cool to go uh, just hang out there and make some stuff sometime. Yeah, I've been going there like... I'm more now because I'm on break. Um, but, like, that's kind of our new barn. Like, Yeah. Um, more towards, like, the art side of it. I guess we started out with a uh, the, the cruiser cutout thing, like, just shaping boards yeah. and stuff. And that kind of, like, sparked it. And now we have, like, a bunch of uh, just, like, art supplies in there. Um, and, like, we just go there and, like, make stuff, which is sick. Like, the other day, like, I stayed late and just painted this big thing, like, cause, just because I could, you know? Like, it's so sweet to have... Just to have the space. Yeah. It's kind of like having, like, an art class. Like, you have uh, access to... Even if it's just, like, just cheap gouache paint, like, who cares? Like, yeah. it's something, like, may as well make something and, like, just meditate for a little bit if you can, like, have the space to do it. So, I don't know, it's good. Definitely. Um, yeah, so hopefully, like... 
I mean, that's kind of, it's like a, it's like a taste test for what, uh, if we get like a big space of what it'll be like, you know? Yeah. And I think it'll be so good, man. Like if we had like a big space with different rooms and stuff, like people be skating, other people be like making stuff and you working. It'd be good. Cause there's not that many places, especially indoor. Um, yeah. a lot of places are just kind of like either not that good or like they dropped off the map. So yeah. One day, though, I got faith. I got faith in Steve. Yeah, dude. Knows what to do. It's a good, yeah, it's like a perfect opportunity, and, like, hopefully you can, be, like, convince people to just, like, put money into it. Definitely. Because that's what it is. I, th- I think, like, if you if you try to make something good and you, like, eventually start building it up, making it really good, like, people are going to, mm-hmm. like, see that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's kind of, I mean, that's what you do, like, a small business, too. Like, you just kind of start making rad stuff. Like, use your resources, too. Like, whatever mm. you have, if you have, like, access to, like, some wheels on eBay, like you mm. did, and just kind of, yeah. like, built it up from there, and then got, like, a little bit more money, and then got sicker wheels, worked on it, like, a little bit. Um, yeah. It's like using your resources, so. And hopefully, like, we'll get uh, a space soon. And, uh, yeah. So. Rad. Yeah, hope you can uh, hang out with us this week. That'd be sweet. Yeah, definitely. I'll be around, so I'm definitely trying to come come through and see the guys. It's nice. been a minute. Sweet dude. Hi, right, man. Super good uh, talking, and uh, hope to see you this week. And for all our listeners, uh, thanks for listening. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, spread this wherever, and uh, so so I make more of them. I guess I don't know. <laughs> Where is that? So. See you later, guys, and see you later, Chris. Have a good one. You too, man. Later. Later. A politician's daughter was accused of drinking water and was fined a great big $50 bill. They've got an awful lot of coffee, an awful lot of coffee, a zillion tons of coffee in Brazil.